Back for another episode of the Anthony On Air podcast. Thanks for watching on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks for listening wherever you're uh, listening from via your favorite podcasting app. Jay Sabs is here with us, and uh, we are reacting to Plandemic. Is that what it's called? Plandemic. Okay. Plandemic so 2020. This this video got sent to me about eight times yesterday. Uh, through the Anthony on Air podcast uh, page, through my own personal Facebook page, through the radio station that I, you know, that I'm on, people were emailing this thing to me. Uh, I saw it popping up all over on social media yesterday. Full disclosure: Janine watched it. I did not. I probably watched a good 45 seconds of it, and I turned it off. And I think I'm exhausted by all of this. I think I just wasn't in the mood yesterday to watch it. I also did not have time to like dive into this fully. It also was presented to me to be a huge conspiracy theory on what's happening now. And then when I started watching it, it was very evident that this had to do with like 30 years ago and, and HIV and everything. So I just, I didn't have time for it. But Janine, you watched it. Yes, I watched most of it. You watched most of it. What what are you thinking here? Is are we are we in a huge conspiracy? What's happening? I don't know. Usually I don't get sucked into these things. And like, you know, every time there's a major event that happens, there is a conspiracy theory out there. But this one. Okay. It's like 26 minutes of video. And I watched most of it, but I want to go back and watch it again. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So basically, it's this woman being interviewed who was a scientist, a doctor, and um, she had some research done on, I don't know if it was exactly HIV. That's what I, that's the part I got up to was, yes, it was during that time. It was, well, there was, there's also this disease, it's called chronic fatigue syndrome, Mm -hmm. syndrome, and Basically, she had said that a vaccine caused it, and there was research done, and it was like $15 million, this research, and it was kind of like thrown out. And when they tried to produce the research again, they couldn't. So basically, she was saying that this vaccine caused this syndrome. Caused chronic fatigue fatigue syndrome? Fatigue, Right. But then also there had something to do with HIV in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, there has been like conspiracy theories about this virus out there, but this one caught my attention. Okay. Why? I don't just seem like it wasn't too far out there, you know? Okay. Um, I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> and now. <laughs> Why did you like? Okay, so let me follow this. There was they made a vaccine for what was the vaccine for? 
I don't know what you bet. You know, that's a good question. That's why I have to go back and and actually like really watch it again. So I got the gist of it. So whatever I couple of things that I got. Right. Couple. A couple of things. I I liked it. I did. What does it mean? So what does it have to do with what's going on right now? Is it just like they lied that that people lied about something in the past, so obviously everything they're going to do now is a big fat lie. Is that what it is? Basically, is, is this like a Fauci Basically. takedown? Well, also because Fauci is saying that there is going to be a vaccine coming out, and I have read other conspiracy theories. <laughs> I am I starting because... to see a problem here, and I think it's reading the conspiracy <laughs> theories that this vaccine is going to be created for mind control. After I sit my, I know you're laughing, but I've seen one too many sci-fi movies. Maybe that's it. Yeah. But I mean, but then you like, you think and you go, is that so far fetched? Really? (sighs) Honestly, is there, is there like a little bit of you that thinks like, maybe this could be true? Oh Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's important to to understand that the human being is a complex being. Is especially the man. Especially the male version of the species. And I think there is this there is this attraction to conspiracy theories. Um, so much so, and I don't. I'm not sure why. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not really sure why. It's like the reason why we find a certain man or woman attractive, you can't really. I guess because it makes it more interesting. It, it does. It definitely it puts an air of excitement, sort of that theory on why do we jump out of airplanes? Why do we ride roller coasters? Because we want that thrill of being close to death that's interesting to us so your your point of it's just interesting to have a conspiracy theory certainly makes a virus more interesting i mean when you think about it you know if you have a global pandemic and everybody just stays at home and then it subsides and goes away and then we find a vaccine for it and then we get back to normal life kind right. of a dull it's great. Boring. It's what everybody wants, right? But it's boring. It's it's not a good right. story. It's not a fun. It's not exciting. It's not close to death. It's yeah, right. And like you said yesterday, eight people or so sent you that. I mean, I was one of them. Yeah. But on Facebook, it has run rampant, and people are posting the like over and over, and then like people who you don't think that they would think of this, they do. Like yeah. usually, I'm not. I'm not one for for conspiracy theories. Like, what's his name? Alex Jones. Right. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the whole Sandy Hook thing, like I actually knew one of the boys. Not know him, but it was like a cousin of a cousin. Right. So, I, like, that's not fake. Right. But there are people out there who truly believe, like they follow this and they're obsessive with it. Yeah, and and I do think that it's it actually I I'm okay with with these things from a, like a, I'm going to click, like if you clicked on it and watched it, I don't have a problem with that. I, you know, I, I think we, we, we do do a lot of odd things that we find to be 
entertaining for whatever reason. Nobody drives by a car accident and just keeps their head straight and keeps going. We all take right. a look, you know, there is all that kind of stuff. Um, but I do think that we've crossed this weird, odd plane somewhere in some at some point between Sandy Hook and 9-11 and the the boom of the internet and the chat rooms and, you know, Reddit streams and all this kind of stuff where now we just have an idea, right? We, we almost kind of build the anti-story in our head and then we go out and we look for things that will fit into this narrative that we're building and then we, and then thus is a conspiracy is born. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's- No, I do. It's not the way it used to be, which is kind of like, okay, uh, Kennedy was assassinated. Well, how do you explain the bullet? Well, okay, we don't know. There was a conspiracy, right? How did That's it all true. happen? Whereas nowadays it's like, here's the mainstream news and here's just a bunch of people going, how do we prove that, that we're being lied to or, you know what I mean? Like. And I just don't think that that's the case. And and case in point for that is Alex Jones and Sandy Hook. Like oh. he hammered that home for a really long time. I I believe he he came down off of that and was like, okay, this happened. I, I think he admitted that it that he I was think wrong. So. He got sued though for that, right? I think so. There was a whole thing. I I remember watching him on Joe Rogan kind of explain it all, and I want to say. He came off of the Sandy Hook thing, but was like never forgiven for it or whatever. I don't know, whatever yeah, it was. No. But I, I do also remember at the same time seeing a story about this guy. And I wish I could remember where I saw this too, where, where he was just like this guy. It started with Sandy Hook and it was the same thing. And he just like anytime anything happened with these school shootings, he would just race right in and be like, this is a lie. They're lying to you and all these horrible things and people were dying. And it's like, you know, it, it's, it's just because, you know, he was taking that one experience he had and again, applying it to just every single other thing. And it's just, it's not the way the world is. It's not the way life really works. Right. And um, I think, I forget if he had a change of heart too or whatever it was. But that basically got swept up into the whole gun control and you're taking away our guns argument. That's yeah, that not whole interesting thing. <laughs> to me. Yeah, not interesting to, to, to hash that out. Because um, people have their, again, people have their thoughts and their feelings and their theories on it and they just need everything to fit into that whole entire world. Um, but I don't, I, I see everything that's happening and I do acknowledge that we are going into the, the, these dangerous territories that we could easily be taken advantage of, you know, like, Ooh, yeah. You asked me, is there a part of me? Yeah. There's a huge part of me that thinks these things, of course. Then you, then you should go watch this when you have time, watch this. I'll tell you why I turned this particular one off. Why? Because when you, when you do, I'm not even a part of, I'm not a filmmaker, okay? But I know how to host a radio show. I know how to produce podcasts. I know how to put video on the internet. I know how to build narrative through vlogs and stories and all that kind of stuff. I'm well aware of editing and what it takes to right. put a production together. 
when I click on a video and you hit me up in the first five minutes with somebody talking slightly off center from the camera, they're <laughs> not talking you. in camera. There's this sweet little string section music coming up underneath them that's conspiratorial of nature. Yeah, I am. I am out. I can't. Okay. Be, you know what I mean? Like, cause, cause you're. Again, these are these are not tricks. These are not conspiracy. These are little tools that you make the same way when you're about to film a love scene. You put the the man and the woman and you frame them a certain way. The music is a certain, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when I clicked on this thing, I just saw, I just saw this. Is like a, a setup. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a YouTube channel that did not have a lot of, you know, views and things. And I saw just a lot. I saw a lot of like setup coming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like this is not a, we're going to just show you some information. This is, we have a point of view and a story to tell, and we're going to to tell it. And we're also going to tie it into something to today. And I don't know how much that makes sense. Now, I like again, like I said, I didn't have a lot of time. I was just getting it. I kind of was like, what is this? Let me check it out. I saw those things. I was tired. I didn't have time. I was like, whatever, I'm going to pass on. I'll go, I'll watch it. If you think I should watch it, I'll watch it. I think so. But I just think that it's like, you know, it, it's, we, we want to get into this, like, oh, I found this bit of information that's going to change your world. Right. A and that desire to be there is like so evident in all people. It, it's true. Like I'm the one who found this. Right. Right. <laughs> which is born out no of social else. media. Right. Like, look exactly. at this, which kind of sucks. Cause when you're in my shoes, you get that like 15 to 20 times a day. And nor everybody gets that like a lot, like, you know, your mom sends you something and then your cousin from Minnesota sends you something. And then by the third time you get it, you're like, all right, I get it. The kid is cute. You know? Well, it's like when, when they posted that or announced that the schools were being closed, like everybody on Facebook wants to be the first person to post it. And you're like, no. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Like if you're on Facebook, you're going to see it. So why post it? Why post it? And then you got like Aunt Donna posting it six days later and you're like, right. Aunt Donna, like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that, that's, but that's, that's the nature of social media. That's true. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't really work unless everybody's posting, but then it does get right. to a point where you're posting too much, oh. you know, and then, and that's like a, like a little bit of a fireback. But there is, there is, going back to your question, there is a part of me that I'm not immune to any of this. I build the conspiracy theories in my head too. <laughs> I, I understand. I totally see, you know, but I also at the same time recognize some of the craziness in some of these things, like building a vaccine, like making a vaccine to, for mind control. Like, uh, I know. <laughs> I don't really see see that <laughs> happening i mean the thought of it is cool yeah but, but is it actually real probably not probably not you know probably not um was this was this concocted this whole thing to you know to do something to us uh, for the population yeah no yeah i don't think so <laughs> that's what people say too they want to believe that now, at the same mm -hmm. time, like you do also have like Governor Cuomo the other day was like, 
um, hey, we're home and doing nothing. Uh, we've been doing school one way for like 200 years. Maybe we should take a look at that and see if we could do anything better. People lost their minds. Because you know why, right? Well, people hate change. Yeah. And they were like, you can't have one teacher teach like 400 kids. It doesn't work that way. And they're right. I don't know if that's what he meant. I think I think he was coming at it from an innocent standpoint of just like, hey, we should maybe look at how do we we're doing these things. Um, oh, no. But people you lost. You got attacked. Yeah, people lost their minds. And they were like, you can't get rid of jobs and all this kind of crazy stuff. Right. And and the weird thing is, is just the way people want to build up conspiracy theories. I also feel like you do. There is this thing of why do you need to change that? Like it's been working. So why? Right. Like like people's innate nature to say, hey, maybe we should take a look at how we could do this better. Plays just into the same thing of people that are like, there's a conspiracy theory. To you know, it's that same. Right. <laughs> it's um. It's a defense mechanism. I feel like, and you know what? I see it all over too. Like it's not going to work. Well, you don't know just yet. And I'm not talking about the education part. I mean, like with work, anytime there's a new something, people are automatically like, like they want to jump and say no. Yeah. Well, because we're creatures of habit, right? We're very, you know, we're very... And we don't like change. We do not like like change. change either. We do not like change. And I I know this from being in radio. Like, you know, I know people get up and they have their same morning routine and they listen to the same thing and they watch the same thing before they leave the house and same coffee spot every single day. Right. Probably the same breakfast for the most part. They're cycling through two or three different things yeah. in the morning, <laughs> you know, we're creatures of habit, you know, but we that's, are. that's why I think, that's why I think we jump out of airplanes too, though. And why we go on roller coasters. We need that excitement. We need that, like, you know, Oh, yeah. Factor. Yeah. And that's why I do think to a degree, there are going to be those companies slash people slash entities that, take advantage of what's happening right now. You Definitely. Know, like, and they're going to try and sneak their product in or, you know, we, we talked about this earlier on the podcast, that stupid key that you can touch things with and open doors with and all that kind of stuff. Like those people are obviously going to profit from this. Oh yeah, definitely. Companies who this, make yeah. masks are going to profit from, from this time, you know? Um, there's there's these theories that are going around that this is the perfect right thing for technology and social media and all that because people are using that stuff now way more than yeah way more than ever and then you hear things like that and you look at Amazon and Apple and you're like they control basically how I get my information right <laughs> you know and I'm using and I'm using their device. So now you start to think of it that way, and you're kind of like, well, if well, if they're behind this, and now I'm using their device, now it all kind of makes sense. And you know, it's like when you say something out loud, and then five minutes later, it's on your phone, like an ad for it. You're like, yeah, I didn't search that. Yeah. Well, and and people, <laughs> and and the beautiful thing about that is, and again, this is where some of my expertise comes into place. The microphone on your phone is live all the time. 
it, it is always listening to you. Like, and if I say, you know, uh, New York Knicks, you know, it'll hear, it, it's not like, again, it's not like there's some dude in a laboratory somewhere listening and he's like, let me hear what Janine and Anthony are talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. We're in a dawn of social media where everybody puts their lunch on and tells everybody the whole world what they're feeling and what they're doing. And then they're like, I don't want anybody listening in on what I'm saying. Right. It's like if we're following your Twitter feed, we can we know everything about you right. anyway. Exactly. Basically. But it sits there and it there's programs and it listens to words and it listens to mm -hmm. things. And if it hears New York Knicks, it triggers the Facebook it's gonna come up. pixel and then they're, they're going to serve you a Nick's ad. And that's just the way it is. And this is an easily thing. You can turn this off very easy, easily. You can. Um, right. And people will argue and say, well, why is it there in the first place? It shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be listening to me. Okay. But then you can't complain when you, you know, when you go, uh, Hey, Alexa, play a song for me or what's the weather? Like this is the trade off that you've agreed exactly. to make. You know, it's true, but there that's a whole nother conspiracy theory about big brother too. Like, Oh God, people see, but that one in particular, I love because, you know, okay. You have these great things, S I R I and A L E X A. I don't want to trigger anybody's systems too much. <laughs> and they provide all this stuff. And it's like, well, how do you think they pay for all these things? Like advertising is always going to be a part of the right. world and they've just come up with better ways to do it. You know, that's really all it comes down to the people that get pissy about the microphone in their phone. They could care less that companies have been doing this for 20 years. You ever click on something and then you go to another website entirely a day later and that ad is there again. Right. They're for clocking your, they're, they're clock. They're following, they're tracking your clicks. What's the difference? Right. Exactly. You know, my friend's husband, uh, <laughs> she told me this yesterday. He's also one for big brother mm -hmm. and he will not get tested because he doesn't want to be on any kind of list. Like his, he doesn't want his name out there that he's had the virus or been tested for it. I mean, but like you said, if you, if you're on social media, <laughs> your name is out there, open up a right. phone book, like go to Google, your right, name exactly. is out there. Right. You know, if you put, if you put, when I got uh, fired from EHM and I had to disappear for a little while, uh, somebody found, one of the reporters out here found me and the way they found me was through LinkedIn. And that was yeah, like, see? and so like my real information wasn't really around all that much. And she found, she figured out a way, you know, so I bet you this guy in some way, shape or form, even if you go back to the MySpace days, put his information right. or his name or something, it's out there, you know? Exactly. Like there's really, exactly. there's not really much you can do about it. No. You can't be legitimately off the grid anymore. It doesn't exist. It really doesn't. And I, you know, I respect the people that have these thoughts and these feelings. Cause again, I do too. And I understand it. And it's not like there's not bad people in the world that are looking to take advantage 
um, and the government Big Brother stuff, there's all legitimacy to to a lot of it. But at the end of the day, you know, I feel like we, you know, we are moving in a certain direction. We're progressing as a society, and there's going to be pitfalls with all of that stuff. You know, the way there has always been. You know, with everything. I mean, I'm sure, and the and the thing that I take comfort in is I'm sure people were having these same exact discussions when the idea came out of you can now put a phone in your own home. Guess what? Right. You can sign up for a phone line and they'll come and they'll put it in and you'll get a little thing. And I'm sure there are people who are like, I'm not getting a phone. The government's listening to me. They're like, listening and they're listening and Yeah. <laughs> You know, we all signed up right quick for, we all stuck modems in our houses, you know, 35 right, years right. ago, right? It's true. And we didn't worry about these things then, or there, and, but I'm sure there were people that were concerned about it and talking about Big Brother and everything. It's just that as we continue to progress, we're going to want these things. We're going to want these eases and these conveniences, and there always comes with another side to it. Right. Well, that's the thing. You can't have... you. Can't, you can't want one thing and not have to do another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. You know, you want that fast internet? Well, sorry. You're going to get ads for rummy cube. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as why like, I picked that, it was just in front of me. Oh, there you go. Don't ask why I have, not even open. Why do you have that? <laughs> I have a setup down here. I don't know. Catano. Set up boxes. Picked Rummy Cube. Okay. <laughs> um, I like not getting tested for the virus. I I don't that one. I don't understand because, you know, you you a certain member of our group. <laughs> yeah, you you're you get te you get blood tests. You go for you know you go for physicals. It's the same people. Here's here's one thing that I don't get about it. Okay, so Cuomo wants everybody to get tested yes. to see if they have antibodies. Right. Right? Right. Okay. So say you come back that you don't have antibodies. Mm -hmm. So that means that you weren't exposed to the virus or you didn't get it. Yes. So now you're going to have to go get tested again. Do you know what I mean? Like if you went to a testing place to get tested? Right. Yeah, there's there's a certain... Like I've steered clear of CVS throughout this whole process. Like, Oh, you have? Okay. Oh, big time. Like I early on, I needed some Claritin and stuff because the allergies were killing me. And I just picked it up at King Cullen when I was there. The idea of going to CVS in my head, I was like, no, that's where all the sick people are going. And I will right. not walk into that building you know, and this, those same people went shopping for food. It's completely idiotic to think right. that way, but that's just that was my mindset. It was just like if I don't go there, I'm I'm giving myself a better chance not to get this right. stuff. That yeah. was your conspiracy theory. Clearly. That was my that was my thing, and it's it's is as irrational. You're talking about King Cullen and CVS that are literally right next to each other, and <laughs> I was like, I'm not going in there. Um, it's okay. They probably went there before they went to CVS. Yeah, the, the testing thing, there's a false sense of security with the testing thing because 
Uh, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing the way HIV and AIDS was. Like if you go get a test and then you come into contact with somebody or you have an experience with somebody, guess what? That test you took three days ago means absolutely nothing. Right. Well, that's the whole thing. He wants people to get tested so they could go back to work. Correct. Okay. So say you don't have it. You don't, you never had it. You don't have the antibodies. You go back to work. Same situation. That person sees someone who's had it. Now they have it and they'll give it to you. Right. So, so the testing, really where the testing works is I test for it. I currently have the coronavirus. Anthony has to stay home. Right. That's where the test works. Anthony tests for it. He doesn't have it. He can go back to work. Like you said, like, well, the theory is, is if we've all been tested, you know, but again, you're talking about 326 million tests simultaneously. Like if you were the one, if you were somebody who got tested three weeks ago and you didn't have it, you know, what does it mean next month when everybody goes back to work? Right. Now you're going to have to go back again. You're going to, yeah, and you're going to have, you would have been exposed to it again. Um, I think the theory is, is that there would be tests done on a relatively frequent basis. And the thing with all of this is, and, and I don't think anybody really explains this all that well, is that none of this is really done. This is all done from a macro standpoint of a government view. How do we have as least amount of people affected as possible. They're not really thinking about Anthony and Janine and Tom and Jerry and Suzanne and not really thinking about that. So Suzanne gets it and dies. That's unfortunate, but that was just Suzanne. It's as long as it's not the mass, like, and that was the whole point of stopping this. We're basically going to go and put people back into the workforce and they're going to catch this thing and they're going to die. Like that's, that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, so all these things are kind of like, they look really nice to say and do. And, you know, testing doesn't stop people from dying. It just brings down the, the average of how many people are going to die. Right. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people that are dying to get back out there and work really understand that so much. And I also don't think that people that, don't want to go back to work, understand it either. Like there, there's, and it's unpopular to go out there and say, we don't really know. And right. Cause they can't say you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but they really don't know. <laughs> they really don't know. We're in a situation right now where there is no great outcome. No. And Not at all. you can't really say that if you are trying to kickstart an economy again, you know what I mean? And like, there's so much talk about, I want to go get my haircut and I want to go back to, to life as normal yet. You know, nobody's really talking about the fact of when you do reopen these things, what if nobody shows up? What if people are still, what if people realize the truth and the fact that they can probably get this at any time and pass it along to like be harm themselves or harm the loved one right? Which is why we stopped all this stuff from the beginning is because we realized how dangerous this all was. 
and they just say, you know what, I'll just continue to cut my hair at home and I'm not going to go to that movie and I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go sit in that restaurant. What do we do then? Right. Well, I mean, like, that's going to be awkward. Yes. I think it's the whole thing is going to be awkward when it first happens. Like, first things start opening up because you don't know who really wants to go out again. You don't. You have a you have a vote. There's a vocal contingency right now that are standing outside with signs. You know, <laughs> we see them, but we don't know if that's going to be enough. Uh, and that's what I, you know, that's what I've been like, like kind of looking at, like, and congruently the other way. Yeah. I understand that you can't keep everybody inside for half a year and expect to have a, you know, an economy. I, I understand that too. Um, and I sympathize with that. I just don't know, you know, staying inside for the most part doesn't kill people, when we go out, we're going to be, be in rough, in a little bit of a rough pickle here. So I, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, Cuomo also said 66 of the, 66% of the people who had the virus had stayed home. Right. But did they truly stay home? Right. Did they go out to the store? Right. I thought that was like you 84%. just don't know, but you're right, and that's that's it. They're like, oh no, I've been doing what I've been told to well, do. Well, they've been working from home. That's what they were saying, right? And you're like, okay, but you still did go to the store, which we told you right. you could do, and mm-hmm. you maybe got it there. That's what people mm-hmm. understand. Like the 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 danger in this is the asymptomatic people and how contagious it really is. I mean, how many of the exactly. viruses stay alive on cardboard or surfaces for hours or days? Right. And again, all that info, we still don't know how true all that exactly. stuff is because it's so new. That's the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, how many people have had the virus and they don't know they had it? Yeah. But people don't want to hear, we don't know. If Governor Cuomo or the President of the United States gets up on in front of a mic and is asked a question and he goes, I, we don't know, people will panic. Mm. So that's right. why politicians never say that. That's why they pivot and answer other questions. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> there would be panic, you know. But I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about they reopen everything. And because what's interesting, too, is so I've been reading these surveys of would you go to a, a sporting event? They asked like hardcore sports fans, would you go to a sporting event? They asked hardcore music fans. Would you go to a music event? And overwhelmingly, like 75% of the people were like, no, not until there's a a vaccine. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's why why that article came out and we talked about it, about not having shows, you know, till next year. And I was like, I don't even, at the time I was kind of like, I don't even know, this makes sense. But, uh, you know, now when you look at it, you go, well, now I understand because even if there is testing and... Until you actually have a test that you can take and like the, the thing that would fix all this is I point a laser at your head and it tells me if you have the virus or not. And if you don't have it, guess what? Go on in there and enjoy that movie. That's how, that's the only way it can go. And that test doesn't exist, nor are we close to anything kind of like that. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's. Well, right. That's, I know. But here's the thing, too, because p- the same people who will say 
I won't go any place if they have a vaccine for it. Never get the flu shot. Yeah, I mean. So will you believe that that vaccine works? See? When, when, Personally, I've never gotten the flu shot ever. Okay. Do you? Yeah, I've gotten it. Yeah, there's there have been years that I've missed it. I've skipped it or I haven't gotten to it. And, and there, have been, there have been years where I've gotten it, you know. Okay. So, and there have been years when I've gotten it and I still got the flu, you know, which they know happens. Again, exactly. vaccine is a vaccine. It's not a cure. So right. we're waiting on this vaccine and we don't even know, you know. But it's not a cure. Right. right. And the reason why oh, you get people. a flu shot and you still get the flu is because you get a different strain of the flu than what the vaccine provides itself for. And what we're seeing with this thing is there are a lot of different strains. Different of this. strains. We have not yep. had enough time to go around and, you know, to really know and take oh. a look at it exhausting it is exhausting and it's not a fun predicament to be in or to look no. at no and it's not good and you know people talk about a second wave and i i wholeheartedly think one of those is coming because uh governor cuomo said something today where he took new he he took the national average of cove of the cases and they're on the decline when you pull new york out of that because there are so many people and a lot of it is here versus everywhere else. When you pull New York out of it, all the numbers are skyrocketing. Go, go up. I know. I which, saw that which too. Which people are, so, I mean, it's like, you know, you have all these people again in locations where it wasn't prevalent going, this is BS, open up my country, give me my freedom. And they have a point to them. Some of them do have a point because they're sitting there like, this doesn't affect anybody. You're killing my town. You're killing my city, whatever. But... You know, I think what we're figuring out is this wasn't something that was like, okay, I'm going to come in and affect the United States of America from March 10th through, you know, April 27th. And and then I'll I'll go on my merry little way. This is slowly traveling all around and making its way all around. I mean, how many people, you know, got on an airplane after, you know, some of these things were starting to be shut down. They still got an airplane and it went somewhere. Right. So there you go. You know, so enjoy your dinner, everybody. (laughs) Good luck with that breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if there is an answer for all these things, but the conspiracy theories, they happen. And, and it's, I feel like it's a part of us, but I feel like we're seeing a lot more of it now because. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like conspiracy theories, Janine are like that eighth, episode of tiger king <laughs> we can produce these things a lot faster these days you, you definitely know? can <laughs> yeah if tiger which king, i still never watched you still never watched the eighth episode i have to watch it don't waste your time i know totally. but i have to now you can watch it but i'm saying like if this was something that came out on cbs in 1997 it would have taken them another year and a half to produce that eighth, right. eighth episode <laughs> But because we have iPhones and it's Netflix, they they put it together in like three weeks. Seriously. <laughs> so, and you're going to have the same thing and there's going to be even more YouTube videos and Facebook videos on it. And it's, it's exhausting. Just think 9-11. There were not really many phones with cameras. I don't think 
did we even have phones or cameras back then? We did, but it wasn't it wasn't like you could take like a like the pixels were like you know, right yeah. And just think how many videos there were from that day, right? And coming out years late, later, right. ten years later, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see Fauci shooting up Trump in an alley. <laughs> But the thing is, is at the end of the day, and I feel like you can, you know, you can call me naive or, or blissfully, blissfully ignorant or whatever it is. I believe in the good nature of people and that that usually wins out over everything else. <laughs> like, do I believe that Dr. Fauci is this evil guy that has put together this whole... No, I really don't. Dr. Evil. Yeah, I don't think he's Dr. <laughs> evil. I don't think the other nice lady, Bricks or whatever her name is, yeah. I think she's nice. I think everybody's trying. Um, I don't think that people are out to take over the world or for financial gain or any of that Dr. Evil stuff. Or mind control. Or mind control or any of that stuff. I think there's some of that, but I don't, I don't think for the most part it's really, you know. We'll see. Where was Janine is watching? <laughs> All right, Jay Sabs, any final thoughts on that? Oh, geez. Um, just watch it and maybe drink while you watch it too. Is it also go ahead? Go, go ahead. I was gonna say, is it really pertinent to what's happening right now? Am I gonna really be like, oh, this is what's happening right now? Yes and no. Because I have to rewatch it again. I'll I, let you know. I just don't understand. Okay, I'm not. Um, I'm going to go into an with an open mind, but I just don't understand the Why real not? gains of of this happening. Like, who is the real person to gain from any of this? China. The, I mean, I <laughs> I understand that. I I get that too. But again, again, if we've learned. Anything. Why? Right. Like, as we sit right now, China, Russia, the U.S., right? A couple other countries. Mm -hmm. There's peace in the world for the most part, right? It's not World War II, right? We're not like, I feel like we've kind of learned that lesson of you can't have one running everything. We're all kind of right. doing it together and it's been a good time. And I don't know why anybody would want to upset that balance and be like, no, we need to be doing it my way. Because we differ greatly from Russia and how they do things who differs greatly from China and how they do things. Yet we still buy each other's stuff and send money back and forth. And, and it's right. We've figured it out, right? We've been at peace and everybody's been great. We'll see what, what, what's to gain from that. China's already one of the richest countries in the world. What more, what more do they need? Just to be dicks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need China. Like, we all need each other for the same stuff. You make some stuff that we don't make. You buy some we stuff from us that we do. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, there's, there's, a there's a whole lot of stuff. I, I don't understand what, what the purpose of upsetting that would be. Just to be dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the name of this thing? Plan whatever? Plandemic? Plandemic. Plandemic. There you go. Take a watch and uh, let us know what you think in the comments below.
And don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Damn it. Thank you.